This is Jamie Andelin, and you're listening to my podcast, Your Turned On Desire. Before we get started, I wanted to let you know that I am offering a very special discount for you right now. I'm offering 50% off my bundle of every online course I have in my online school. It's called the Comprehensive Bundle. And if you are seeking more help and guidance than what these podcasts episodes offer and you are a DIY kind of woman, then these courses are a great fit for you. With these courses, you learn the skills I teach my private clients in the first three months of working with me. These skills, when practiced, will turn on your desire for pleasure, connection, and intimacy. These courses are really good for women who are just starting out their journey of learning to understand their own sexual desire. If you use code HALFOFF, H-A-L-F-O-F-F, no spaces, it will take $300 off the entire bundle of online courses and you'll have instant access. The link to purchase these and to enroll in these online courses is in the detailed episodes of this podcast episode. I came to learn for myself that when my husband was bringing up our sex life about needing or wanting more sex, that what he was really saying was, our relationship needs attention. And I care about our relationship enough to stop avoiding conflict. So I want to navigate this conflict we are having head on because I'm trying to show you how much you mean to me. Now, did he say these words perfectly? No. Not ever, but we have to be willing, this is something I've learned, to let my husband be imperfect, to have mindless human behaviors, to say things imperfectly, and I have had to learn to listen to the message he is saying underneath his words. I've learned that whenever he would bring up something that would make me feel defensive, I realized that my husband was actually sounding an alarm Something was important enough to him to sound an alarm, to say something that had the potential to make me feel uncomfortable. It was risky for him because he doesn't want to intentionally hurt me and sharing his experience with me does have the potential for me to feel disappointment and hurt. So he was taking a risk when he would sound the alarm, but I came to learn that him being willing to sound the alarm meant that I was important to him. The fact that there were disagreements in our relationship didn't mean the relationship wasn't good or that it wasn't worth it. Oftentimes, the fighting, arguing, and disagreements are an alarm that is saying our relationship needs attention in this area. I have learned that conflict is a natural part of being in a relationship, especially one with two individuals who are thinking for themselves and have two different experiences, which is how it should be. Breakdowns are a part of our journey together. It's the lack of breakthroughs that cause the issues, not the breakdowns. So what we are looking for is a system That will not always stop the breakdowns, but will actually help us break through and get to the other side so we can progress and evolve and put our current issues behind us and get ready for new issues. (laughs) 
new breakdowns. We just don't want to have the same breakdowns over and over and over again. So I have learned to notice that I'm having a breakdown and then to also be committed to the breakthrough, but I don't get upset about the breakdown unless it's a breakdown I am tired of having because it's the same breakdown over and over and over. The best system I have found to move through a breakdown and get to a breakthrough was to ask myself the hardest question in the world. That question is, how is my husband right about me? It's the worst. (laughs) I listen to what he is saying and then ask myself, okay, how is he right? If you're feeling brave, think back to the last argument you had with your spouse and ask yourself, how is my spouse right about me? I was faced with the option of bravery during a very upsetting conversation that my husband and I had. Years ago, his argument was about how I'm not attracted to him, this is what he said, and that I didn't want him and it felt unfair to him to be married to the love of his life but not able to connect sexually because I didn't feel like it and that I didn't prioritize sex and time for sex. Everything else was more important, he said, to me than our intimate life. And I had every excuse in the book. The kids, my schooling, being tired, not feeling connected enough, etc. I was brave and I dropped my defenses and I listened to him and asked myself, how is he right? My answers were, he is right. I'm not showing him that I'm attracted to him. I'm saying words. I'm saying, I love you. I'm attracted to him. But then I'm not showing with my behaviors. I'm showing him that I care about him and our family and our home and our lives together. But I wasn't showing him that I was attracted to him. He was right. I don't feel like having sex. I don't do the work to be in the mood. I do make everything more important to me. I make and keep appointments with other people, but I don't prioritize my intimacy with my husband. I don't keep my word to him when it comes to our sexual and physical life together. I just think it will happen when it's supposed to happen. And he is right. It isn't happening because I'm not understanding how my desire works and I'm not investing time and energy into learning about my desire And I'm definitely not learning and sharing things with him. And I'm avoiding connection because I don't want to talk about any of this, even though it's important to him. His desires aren't important enough for me to make them a priority. He is right about that. I said I had insecurities about my body. And instead of working through those, I just used them as an excuse. I said... He had a low investment in me emotionally, but then I had a low investment in myself because I'm not paying attention to myself very well. I dismiss myself all day long. I say I want him to see me as a whole woman, but I'm not even seeing myself as a whole woman. I realized he was right, that I wasn't being fair to him when I asked for more from him that I wasn't willing to give to myself. This was really hard to do. 
It wasn't easy, but it was simple. It's just one question. How is my husband right about what he is saying? I have learned that having an argument, experiencing disappointment and confusion are not inherently bad. But it was the fact that I wasn't willing to see what my husband was saying. I wasn't listening to him because I was so busy trying to protect my ego and defend myself. And I was trying to be understood by my husband, but I didn't understand myself. So I was being unfair. This, all these things are what were actually making the argument so upsetting. My unwillingness to see where he was right and then do something about it, this is what made conflict so hard. I would say that I didn't want to argue or talk about sex anymore, but what I was really saying was, I don't want to look at where I'm falling short, and I don't want to feel the discomfort, and I don't want to do the work to make things better. And did my husband lack the skill of being able to see where I was right about him? You betcha, he did. But it wasn't helpful for me to try and show him what he needed to do unless I was actively working on my part. Nobody is inspired to do their part if they sense a low investment from their partner. But someone has to go first to be the inspiration. And instead of waiting for my husband to change, I decided who better than me to initiate and inspire change by being who I wanted him to be. And instead of avoiding conflict, I decided that sometimes the best fight I could have is the fight for each other. So instead of avoiding conflict, I face the conflict head on. By asking myself, how is he right? I answered this question for myself and then I decided, am I going to do the work to improve in these areas? Because confidence comes from having evidence. So if my husband were to say to me, you're not attracted to me, you don't care about our sex life. And he was right. I didn't invest any interest or time or energy or money into our sex life. Then I'm not going to feel confident because I don't have any evidence to the contrary. But if he were to say to me, you're not invested in our sex life. You don't care about me. You don't desire me. You don't want me. You're not attracted to me. This doesn't feel fair to be married someone who isn't attracted to me, who doesn't invest in our physical connection, our sexual connection. And I was actually investing a lot of time and energy in our sex life. I'm going to have the confidence because I'm going to have evidence that I was doing better, that I was investing, that I was putting my resources, my time, my energy, my money, whatever it is I had decided to put into it, into my sex life, and I could share that with him. If he didn't notice the evidences, that would be okay because I would have them to show. I would say, I hear what what you're saying. Here is the evidence I have that I am investing in our sex life, that I am investing in a relationship. And maybe it's not the same evidence 
that you have previously decided would prove to you that I cared, but this is the evidence that I have decided proves that I care. And that's really all we can do is think for ourselves, come up with our own evidence of how we will know we are invested and share that with them. Sometimes it's as simple as, hey, I'm listening to this podcast and every week there's a new episode and I'm spending, you know, 30 minutes to an hour every week listening to this information. Would you like to listen to it as well? Because this is where I'm investing right now. Sometimes it's, I've decided that I'm going to tell my husband what I want and I'm going to express the kind of connection that I desire. And it may not be the same as the same evidence he's looking for. He may be looking for sex two to three times a week that we both want. And that may not be the evidence that he is seeing, but I will have evidence for myself that I have previously decided for myself is what I am looking for to make sure I am investing in improving the sex life. Okay, so as a recap to this episode, my husband initiating conflict in any way is him sounding an alarm. He is saying, you are important to me. Our relationship is important to me. Same vice versa. If I initiate conflict in any way, this is what I'm saying. There's something that needs attention in our relationship. Then I face the conflict head on. Instead of avoiding or getting defensive, I ask myself, how is he right about me? I just get into there. I face the conflict. I get to work on the things that I have noticed he is right about me on. I start working on those things. I put investment into those areas. But only if I want a breakthrough and I'm done with our breakdowns. If I want to stay in the breakdown, then I don't get to work on anything. Then I create my own evidence that I am improving and getting better, and I share this evidence with my husband. I don't leave it up to him to try to guess, to try to think the best of me or to assume the best or to assume that I'm working on things. I actually initiate and show him the evidence. I show him what I'm doing. Then I feel confident and I'm not defensive because I have my own evidence. Then I just watch as I collect evidence and I'm doing the work on the things that I have decided, you know what, he was right. These are the areas I want to work on. I start collecting that evidence and I start watching our relationship improve. And then over time and with enough evidence, my husband sees it too. I have a couple announcements for you before we end this episode. I'm actually going to be taking a break from recording new episodes just during the holidays. I'm focusing on more quality time with my family and also protecting my energy because I'll be still showing up for private clients and in my program. So I have to, you know, use my energy wisely. I'll be showing up here and there on Instagram as well, but not as often as usual. If you would like to learn more about making your intimate and sex life a non-issue throughout the next couple months, then I have a few suggestions of episodes you can go back to and listen to. They may be new to you, or maybe they will be a review if you've listened to them before. Episode three, this is an episode where my husband joins me. He shares the pain and confusion he felt, and we discuss moving through 
all this pain and confusion to the other side where we are now. This episode is great for those who may be feeling alone or confused in their own struggles. The feedback I get from this episode is that people feel seen and heard and they stop feeling alone and broken. There's a lot of hope. Episode five is an episode with a male guest I had on. He shares his experience of struggling with the frustrations of desiring sex more often than his wife and all the obstacles that come with that. He is now on the other side and can help men who are also struggling and desire to delight in the wonderment that is their lives with their wives, be much happier and more fulfilled sexually, and just overall better men in happier relationships. Episode 7 and 8 navigate the deeper struggles that oftentimes come along with low sexual desire. Many times women are labeled with low sexual desire, but really there are underlying things going on in their relationships that are causing them to dismiss themselves, and sometimes low desire is actually good judgment. These are fascinating episodes that go deeper into the emotional sides of sexual desire. Episode 16 is an episode where one of my private clients was brave and decided to share her experience of working with me. This is my most listened to episode. The gem from this episode is that turning on your desire for sex is so much more than having more sex. And I want to leave you with a reminder that I have a very special discount for you. I'm offering 50% off my bundle of every online course I have in my online school. It's called the Comprehensive Bundle. If you are seeking more help and guidance than what these podcast episodes offer and you just want to go deeper and you are a do-it-yourself kind of woman, then these courses are a great fit for you. With these courses, you learn the skills I teach my private clients in the first three or so months of working with me. These skills, when practiced, will turn on your desire for pleasure, connection, intimacy. These courses are a really good fit for women who are just starting out their journey of learning to understand their own sexual desire. Use code HALFOFF, H-A-L-F-O-F-F, no spaces, with the link that is in the details of this podcast episode. Hey friends, if you have gotten one thing from this podcast, any of the episodes that has helped you, then all I'm asking is that you share an episode with one of your friends or share an episode on your social media or leave a review. Thank you so much. Do whatever is comfortable to you.